0: Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host Karen Pelleggi and in each episode we uncover new empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. Hey Team GGH, we are talking about practicing detachment in this episode today. But Before we get into it, I wanted to just share a little bit of... Some of the things going on in my world. So, I have been wanting to launch season three for the longest time. I have notes, I have brainstorming ideas, I have actually recorded episodes and then just deleted them. So, I'm definitely in this funk where I have great things to share and want to share them, and have kind of lost a little bit of like the confidence in my voice and, and sharing and delivering messages. And this is just one of those human moments that I do want to share because I think we all go through it. Even the, the person that you're listening to, um, whether it's this podcast or other podcasts, we all kind of go through these ebb and flows of, you know, feeling great and confident and then just being so hard on ourselves. And, you know, there's always teachable moments in everything. So that just kind of is a reflection of where I'm at and some of the things going on around me, but even when it came to posting content over the last month or so, it's just, it's kind of felt like I have the ideas, but I don't want to put them out yet. Um, I am also super hard on myself about a lot of things, and I'm like, unless it's 100% and it's authentic and great, I'm not putting it out, I would rather spend like a couple weeks editing it or waiting till I'm in a better space to post it just because that authentic piece is so important to me. So that's just, you know, what's going on in my world, but I am back and ready to record if you only knew how much time and space was between this, the last episode and this episode, we're just not going to get into that. So today we're talking about detachment and what it is. To be honest, detachment has come up a lot lately. I have been seeing it on my my Instagram feed quite a lot and it's come up for me in in some of the personal things that I've been going through and and why it's important and not realizing it, it that it is as important as it is. So on anything GGH related, I talk so much about the power of connection and why we need connection and going back to the the origins of GGH um, around grief is that, you know, connection is something that helps us and heals us on our journey. Is there an area in your life that you feel stuck in? Do you feel like you haven't always had a safe space to work through some of your inner challenges? I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more accessible and affordable through their online platform. By filling out a few questions, you will be matched to a professional therapist that best meets your needs and can conveniently book sessions online. Sign up and get matched with a therapist today. You can find the link in my description. It's betterhelp.com girlsgottoheal girls gotta heal. With this link, you'll get 10% off of your first month. Just like dating or finding your perfect job, it's important to find the best match. And here you can easily switch therapists if you need to at no cost. Therapy has been instrumental in my personal journey with grief and has also built my self-awareness and emotional health after years of internalizing feelings. I started to get curious about therapy as a university student and was it ever hard to find affordable therapy. Therapy has better equipped me in my relationships and navigating my grief, managing my anxiety, my everyday decision making, and ultimately feeling empowered in my life. It can feel intimidating to start something new, but when's the last time that you did something for yourself? If you're struggling in navigating your relationships or grief, or want to better show up in your relationships, consider therapy with BetterHelp. Invest in yourself. Click the link in my podcast description or visit betterhelp.com slash girls got heal for 10% off of your first month. I think for some people when they hear, you know, you should practice detachment, but it's also important to connect these two concepts and ideas can sometimes feel like they're contradicting one another if you don't have a proper and full understanding of them So we're gonna get into it because even for myself I I question it I'm like what these like how can I connect in a relationship but also practice detachment why would I want to detach from someone that I like and I'm trying to build a connection with so the art and the practice of detachment is really, detaching yourself from an endpoint, detaching yourself from an outcome. And it places more of a focus on being present. So for a lot of us, just using the example of relationships, we get into a great flow with somebody, we're dating, things are getting exciting, they're progressing. And we just kind of keep going. And we, we're thinking to ourselves, like, what would my future look like with this person?" or um, when will when will that time come? How how are things progressing? Like you get in your head about the progress of things naturally, and sometimes we can just get so wrapped up in an, an idea of like this has to be the end goal or this has to be one or a few of the, the milestones that I have to reach with this person. And I think to a certain degree, some of that thinking is good and it's healthy and it's productive because. It allows you to be in a space where you think, oh, okay, well, you know, if I actually don't see myself going further with this person, maybe it's a time to just back away or to reevaluate things. So that reflective space is always good, but it's when you get to a point where it crosses a line and you kind of become like obsessed with that end goal. And when things are kind of slightly off, you just kind of get so hyper focused on it and it strays away from what's actually happening in the moment and the importance of that connection and embracing that connection for what it is. So in a nutshell that's really what like an example of practicing detachment is just focusing a little bit less on the end goal and the outcome and enjoying more of what's going on in the present. So why do we even need connection in the first place? So, like I said, connection is something in when you're thinking about like grief and going through really hard times. A lot of us, depending on the things that we go through, we we might retract, we might isolate, we might go out a lot more, um, and ultimately, wherever you land and however long it takes you, you you do realize that meaningful connection is something that helps heal you, it brings a sense of community and belonging, you know, I can relate to this next person who also lost a parent, I can feel heard by this person who also knows what it's like to be dumped by somebody, so connection is community, connection is allowing yourself to be around people who see you, hear you, want to understand you, and make you feel supported for who you are Regardless of the things that you've been through and, and any of that, like there's, it's a space where you don't have to feel guilt or shame and it really embraces you for who you are. So that's why connection is important. And that's why we start relationships in the first place is because it's natural for every single human being to want to connect and to want to build relationships um, it's the detachment piece that becomes important because for some of us who have gone through some early childhood experiences where we experienced abandonment or rejection, when we become so investment invested and attached to an end point and it doesn't end up happening and we try and we try, we try so hard to make it happen, we like death grip it, we're like this has to happen or why aren't you showing up for me? You try to control something because perhaps there was a time in your life where you did get abandoned or rejected and you didn't have control over that. So when those things happen again in our adulthood, it's that it's that relationship that doesn't end up working out where we kind of reactivate our own former wounds and we're kind of dealing with these, this can of worm of can of worms of abandonment and rejection all over again, because the same thing played out. So practicing detachment is really also in a sense focusing more on your relationship with yourself, which I am a complete broken record about from podcast episode number one, uh, to my Instagram posts, to blogs I've written, I always say it always comes back to you. And sometimes we go through periods in the year where we're really wrapped up in a project, an opportunity, a relationship. And then sometimes it fizzles out or it doesn't work out at all, or we reach that peak or that reward or whatever it is at the end of it. And then we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, actually now this is the season for me to like reconnect back to myself. I put so much into these other things and now I need to reconnect back to myself. So whether we have awareness and act on it or not, that's just kind of what it is. There's certain points in the year where your relationship with yourself is going to become more evident and more prioritized for you. So, yes, yeah, so detachment is really in line with that, that, you know, things come back to you at the end of the day. Whether that job interview leads to a job, whether that connection leads to, marriage, a partnership, whether that project ends up becoming the most successful thing you, you've done or not, you have yourself at the end of the day. So regardless of the outcome, you need to be good with who you are. And throughout that process of things going really well, or things not going well, or things just kind of plateauing, you have to be good. You have to be checking in on yourself. So practicing detachment really honors that piece. So back to that part about how practicing non-attachment or detachment, however you call it, um, and also having connections with people, like how don't these two ideas contradict one another? Or they shouldn't at least. Um, You know, speaking to my younger self in my teens and my twenties, I really had a different idea of what relationships are versus what they should be. And It's kind of sad that it's taken so long to actually see it for what it is. But again, that's part of life. Like We need to go through certain things in order to really see the meaning and the importance behind it. So my idea of relationships in my 20s, for example, was was far different than how I see it now. So how I see it now is that you're really coming together as two people and bringing lifting each other up and encouraging one another and really just supporting one another's goals and and adding value to each other's lives. In the past, relationships for me might have been seen as this person is my happiness or this person, I only am able to do things when I'm with them. Like I only have cool adventures when I'm out with them. Um... But in reality, relationships should really be two people coming together, two whole people coming together. And when we do that, we also don't put the weight on that person of like, you need to be X, Y, and Z for me. You need to do all these things. Of course, we can have our, um, you know, standards and relationships and things we would like to see, but it's also like a collaborative effort instead of you need to be all of these things for me. It's also evaluating what I bring to the table and what I give the exchange and balance. So, detachment allows us to really focus more on the here and now and maintaining and building the relationship. So, how do we even get started with practicing detachment? I think a great starting point is just, again, starting to build the connection with yourself. It's the greatest. And longest relationship you will have in your entire life, so you need to be good on your own and what whatever state it is. And for sure, when you get into new relationships, you could be entering it feeling the best, the greatest you've been, like on top of the world. Naturally, when we connect with people, as great as it is, it also can bring out and surface issues that we haven't fully resolved yet, and we only will have been able to do that if we are kind of ignited by that person or a person. So just being mindful of that too, side note, but we can start by focusing on ourselves. Really, when we enter something new, just being mindful of the expectations we have and sitting with ourselves and and asking, is it fair to place that expectation on that person? Or um, again, of course, with you know, having balance in, in your mind as well. Like we, there needs to be an even exchange or understanding that there has to be some kind of give and take. There are some things in our life that are go- going to absolutely need a specific plan. Um, In order f- for it to be successful, there needs to be a specific plan or structure in place. But when it comes to relationships, I think, again, the importance has to be placed on present connection and just fostering that and and building that and growing that so separating ourselves from the must and the needs and the has to's to just embracing the connection for what it is and really trusting ourselves it really places places us in a position to connect with our intuition and you might get it wrong a couple times honestly but that's okay that's really how we grow and we get to the point of being in the healthiest relationship we are is just going through those trial and errors of like, okay, maybe I stayed in this for too long or maybe, you know, I did place too many expectations or I was too hung up on the end goal instead of just realizing like we, we got along, along together really well and it was a great connection. Another thing too is just getting comfortable with uncertainty. And this is something I personally struggle with because I think I shared this in the first episode of, of this season. I, because of what I went through, I really value people and places and experiences that can give me like a heads up of, of what's happening or how it's going to go down or just really being mindful and like letting me know things in advance as much as possible because because of the things I went through and the fact that there was a lot of uncertainty and like abrupt chaos so I naturally crave that I crave to have predictable experiences which does not sound very fun but if you're someone who's gone through trauma or chaos for a period of your time you're like oh my god I just I want peace so badly I don't want to put myself in uncertain situations. But the power in that is that you really turn it back on yourself. And you're like, whatever happens in this uncertain space, that feels very uncomfortable for me. I know I am good. I know I have this support in place. I know I have this person to go to. I know that in the past, these are helpful ways that I cope. It really just, it's kind of empowering in a sense that, You've got you at the end of the day and you can work through whatever comes out of this uncertainty, but also validate yourself in that I am not always comfortable with being in uncertain spaces or people around people. Um, But if I do see that there is potential in this and potential for me to grow or for me to gain something valuable or anything like that, I'm okay to try it. And I know that I'm good because of X, Y, and Z. So, like I touched on a little bit earlier, um, when we become so attached to an outcome, a person, it can sometimes make things worse for us, and sometimes make the healing process of whatever was inevitably, inevitably, inevitably going to happen far worse. So, like I said, we sometimes can reactivate uh, past wounds of abandonment and rejection. Um, and while this gives us the opportunity to finally work through them and, and seek the support that we need, it can also be quite uncomfortable. So, I'm not saying that it's beneficial to completely close yourself off or isolate when things get challenging or you might find yourself in uncertain in an uncertain situation or feel like dating is just not in the not in the books right now you might find yourself currently in a relationship or not or whatever place you're at. So if you are in a relationship and things are good, but if you're in a relationship and you're noticing that it's become a bit off balance over time and you've become so attached, really just placing that power back into yourself and focusing on yourself course as always be communicating with your partner this and that but putting that energy back into yourself and removing the the tension and like the death grip around like having a particular outcome sometimes you need space sometimes the people that you're with need space as well so give them that and come back together if you're someone who is currently dating you're dating one person dating multiple people Enjoy being present with that. Don't be so attached to an outcome. Definitely am and have been guilty of this. Um, We just get excited and we think that we're kind of coming to that end point of this is it for me. No more dating. This is my person. But I would say just enjoy what's in front of you and um, not place any pressures within the, the connection, whether that's on yourself or the other person. And if you're someone who is not dating at all or not interested for whatever reason, this is an ideal time to focus on yourself. Okay, I have three questions for you as I always do. The first one is, at any point in your life, even right now, have you ever had a fear of connection and why? And do you think that this comes back to attachment? My second question is, What did you know of detachment before this episode and what are you taking away now and what will you apply going forward? My third question is think about the greatest heartbreak of your life. Think about that relationship, whether it was your last one or one of your first ones where it was so gut-wrenching. Why was it so gut-wrenching? And does this come back to attachment and your expectations? And if you are currently in a relationship, how does this differ from your relationship today? As always, you already know I love talking about relationships and anything to empower you with where you're at. No matter how bad the situation seems right now, it is temporary. There's always space and room for us to grow and be better and learn and do better Nothing is a setback or a failure. These are just lessons and things brought to our attention to help us level up further. So if you are looking to deepen your connections and relationships, you can buy the Connecting Through Grief card deck available on the Girls Gotta Heal website. And I look forward to seeing you here next time.